I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. Stunning Stan, see you at your service to my right, ravishing Romeo Moran, and no it's actually fabulous Romeo Moran. Oh, oh, we're going there. <laughs> no Rav Camas this week. He is out working, and I'm obviously not a hundred percent, but that's fine. I I really wanted to make tonight's episode. Mm. Uh, because we have a lot Everybody, to talk so about. You kind of have to make tonight's episode. Well, yes, that too. And and uh, we have we have a couple of guests, really, really special guests. Uh, we're going to try to fit in the YOLO Twins uh, interview. Uh, yeah, okay, because we've been promising them for so long. For about but a we month also now. have a more important interview. A more relevant one. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, we have the Mandal Martivo joining us tonight. And one of these might get pumped off again. Just saying. Can't say for sure, Uh-oh. but one of them will. Uh-oh. So that's what's in store for this week on the podcast. Uh, but there are a couple of things we also got to talk about before we get to that interview. The first one is probably uh, the biggest thing that happened in pro wrestling this week, and that is Kevin Owens winning the Universal Championship on Raw. Uh, we also have to talk you know, when we talk about Kevin Owens winning the Universal Championship. We also have to talk about Triple H returning. Yes, so that is how it became possible, and it sets up. Uh, well, I didn't realize how much I missed Triple H as the authority. Until he showed up again, but uh, him deciding to turn on Seth Rollins finally and giving it to, to Kevin Owens as uh, as a continuation of the continuity they've established on NXT as super fresh. Uh, I might have had my hangups on Kevin Owens being ready for the championship, but what the hell, right? Well, we don't know when the next pay per view is. We don't know when Clash of Champions is. It's late September, September oh. twenty five at that. But yeah, since it's still a while away, and you need a new champion, that that was a. I guess now is the best time. I thought it was a great surprise because almost everybody who had half a brain about wrestling was assuming that Seth Rollins was going to come out and win. Or Roman Reigns. Or probably it, it Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even though um, you know he is still in the doghouse for his suspension, mm. right? um, so it, it was just one or the other. Big cast, nobody would expect Big cast to win. Um, Kevin no, Owens, rightfully, rightfully. Yeah, and, and Kevin Owens, the man. People it, don't expect Kevin Owens to win, but should it happen, and it did, people would have been co- cool with it. Yeah, and, and you heard it at the end of the episode. People were chanting, you deserve it, mm-hmm. to Kevin Owens, who's, has been, who has been one of the biggest heels in pro wrestling since uh, he entered WWE, basically. Um, so it, it says a lot about how, how much the smart fans in particular love Kevin Owens, number one. And number two, how, um, how I, I guess we're just at a point where we're ready for someone to break the mold. And mm-hmm. it, it's really interesting when it's someone like Triple H, who has been that mold for the longest time. He's the one who actively breaks that mold that Vince McMahon has established if, mm-hmm. if, if you get uh, what I'm trying to get at 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's just a funny picture um, that, that WWE has painted for us. Uh, well, for that, on, on that note, kasi, uh, well, the rumors backstage have always been that Vince McMahon really, really loves Kevin Owens. I don't know why. Uh, it probably has something to do with how good he portrays his heel character. But uh, there you have it. I mean, if you needed any more confirmation that this was the case, then the fact that they were willing to pull the trigger on this one proves it. Okay, Vince McMahon may, might probably love Kevin Owens. Maybe yeah. It's true. And and it, it's a good thing. It, it's a good thing because finally, uh, Vince and Smart fans are agreeing on something. Mm. I don't remember the last time when, uh, probably Seth Rollins. Was, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so you have Seth and Kevin Owens. Um, over the last two years, um, these are the people who are being positioned to be the man. And these are people who the Smart fans love. And uh, apparently, these are people that Vince McMahon is willing to get behind. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a big victory uh, for us in this new era, this brave new world we're treading. And speaking of the new era, uh, I wanted to talk about real quick lang, the the question of timing again. Like, uh, should we wait for big moments, uh, for big pay-per-views, for pulling off big moments like this? Should, or should we just do it whenever it feels right? And I guess, uh, I think now more than ever, now that there are two separate narratives, uh, main narratives in Raw and SmackDown, separate... Uh, because of the brand split, uh, I think where before it might not have been ideal to uh, pull the trigger, I think now with all the with all the waiting going on between the next paper between two pay per views, it's the best time to start creating big moments on these shows. And I think just to add to that point, um, you also increase the value of the shows themselves. Oh, exactly. Because if you don't have a big moment on Raw, then people just keep assuming that there's not going to be a title change. Oh, yeah. It's just a Raw. Well, well but, there had to be a title change for on this Raw. I said the, the champ, Vacant is the champion. Yeah, and they had to kick Vacant out. Oh. But uh, the, the fact remains, now for the longest time, people have... Uh, really shat on say title matches mm. on a Raw or on a SmackDown mm. because why would the world title change hands or why would the women's championship change hands on a random Raw and yet lo and behold Sasha Banks becomes your women's champion Kevin Owens gets crowned the universal champion on the night that Triple H returns which mm. just happened to be a Raw mm. right? so it, it, it's good for the show it's good for uh, it, it's good for the unpredictability fact, uh, factor which a lot of promoters still want to say revive mm. Now people would uh, keep complaining that wrestling is not as unpredictable as it once was. But uh, on that note, though, the only good thing about Raw—I mean, the only the one of the few good things about this week's Raw was was that moment. Uh, that's not saying that the whole show was so great. No, it, it was just dragging. Wasn't, yeah, it was dragging. Uh, there, there's a lot about Raw this uh, the, the last couple of weeks That have made it so dragging Of course one of it Still goes back to the fact That three hours mm. uh, No matter how you say it Three hours of programming Is still too fucking tiring Even if it's three hours Of great programming Because uh, you can have A really good pay-per-view Like uh, Battleground And still have a shitty And still feel tired After the whole thing yeah, um, I, I guess in Meritelantayo that when the main event started, I think it was like ten twenty, ten thirty a.m. Manila time. So we didn't have to wait until like ten forty-five and then extend until say eleven thirty a.m. Like, uh, like I think Money in the Bank did. Money in the Bank did just that. Now mm-hmm. the main event started ten fifty and it uh, ended eleven thirty. So na pagod na pagod talaga by then. So you know they they were very merciful towards us with, with uh, the fatal four-way elimination match. Now, so, uh, let me just go back to that. Should have gone for an hour actually. I, I like that they made it an elimination style match. Oh, I thought that was fitting. Yeah, that was a good Jesus move. Jesus Christ! Nobody likes nobody likes one fall to a finish. I know. Uh, 
multi-man matches. It's, oh, it just doesn't work that way. Because everything is now. Sure, there is a sense of urgency when you're trying to stop one another from from getting the pin. Yeah, but at the uh, when you look when you break them down, there is a lot more drama when the match is elimination style. Plus, when you have all these men in in that one match, that's how you turn it into a tournament. Mm-hmm. About instead of it just being one match that ends in one fall, yeah, and random guys so happens to to score the winning pinfall, be at the right place at the right time. Ito at least there uh, there are a lot of more a lot more nuances are introduced into the match. So that was a good move on their part, even though they didn't announce it. Even though nuuna palang dapat sinabi ne elimination style. No, no, no. It it was they just they started the match and then oh one guy. no it was announced as an elimination style match like during Raw this okay. week ah, yeah, the yeah. previous Raw when they all qualified ah, it was yeah, just it a, was fatal a fatal four way, four way yeah. right? so it was very anticlimactic which is also why uh, at the time it seemed so obvious that ah, Seth's probably gonna mm-hmm. win this like um th- there are probably some people in the US like I know um two of Shoemaker's co-hosts went into Raw last week believing that Kevin Owens might have won. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the case for me. I, I did yeah, not no, think. I didn't think Kevin was going to win. Yeah, um, one of the, one of the best things about the Owens victory, and this is going to sound so selfish for us Pinoy fans, but mm. I, I'm just so excited for WWE Live in yeah, Manila. We next are getting week. the first, uh, by my estimation, assuming that no other house shows are between now. Uh, this weekend, I suppose, unless they're flying in. Merinya this weekend. It, it's it's not uh, it's not in Asia though. So yeah, yeah. Th- that house was We're, probably in the US. Raw's probably going to be still in the states because uh, they're going to have to fly in after SmackDown. I don't know after Raw because yeah. uh, I keep forgetting that it's it's a yeah. Their ske- uh, their schedule start Wednesday or Thursday in the US. Yeah, yeah. So I assume that barring any title change, uh, title defenses on this week's house, on this weekend's house show circuit. We're probably going to get the first title defense of the Universal Championship. And it's not just any title defense. Kevin Owens defends against Sami Zayn and against Seth Rollins in a triple threat match. So imagine that. How fucking lucky are we? Now we're going to get a triple threat match between Rollins, Owens, and Zayn. Seth and Zayn. And, no, I'm just glad that they didn't drop the Sami Zayn match. Because I, I, I was either assuming that... No, I was assuming it was going to be Sami Zayn versus Owens for the championship. Or it would be Rollins versus Owens. Or you, Ro- you, you, Rollins versus Reign. No, so what is Roman doing? Uh, uh, he's facing Chris Jericho. Was that... the Bago uh, Yeah, I think Bago. He's facing Chris Jericho already. Yeah, um, the original plan bad, was him yeah. against Seth. Not bad. It's okay. The, yeah, so now it's, it's Roman so versus Jericho. Jer- uh, no, 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 no. Sorry. So, okay, that makes sense. Who was Jericho facing? Jericho was supposed to face Finn. Ah, yeah, because... So uh, Finn's out. Okay. Right? So here's how your Manila card looks like. You've got Owens, Rollins, and Zayn in a triple threat for the Universal title. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Chris Jericho. Sasha versus Charlotte is still advertised. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite the fact that Sasha's been pulled from all the other I live events. I suppose she's doing it. I, I, I have no idea. No, no, no. The, the Southeast Asia Twitter account is, has promoted the match. So I assume he's doing it. I assume she's doing it. That's kind of weird, though. I mean, why pull her out of the other dates... Pering Manila, pupunta siya. In China, pupunta siya. Only, probably it's the only show in Southeast Asia. And then, yeah, you want to maximize her influence, I suppose. Look, I'm not going to complain because I love Sasha Banks more than anybody. But, like, cool, whatever. Sure, I'd love that. I say it's a different market. And that's, it's it's not like the U.S. where they can always come back to this hick town in, in bumfuck Virginia. Or Mobile, Alabama, yeah. yeah. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus are still competing, but obviously that's not part of the best of seven. And Cesaro is reportedly you know, injured. <laughs> I wish this was a, I wish this was a network show. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and that best of seven could have uh, that that match could have been part of the best oh. of seven. Cena versus Big Show is happening. 
Uh, Braun Strowman, contrary to popular belief, is not facing a trabajador. Aww. He's facing Goldust. Uh, Neville takes on Bo Dallas, and there's a triple threat tag team championship match between New Day, the club, and the Shining Stars. Oh, that's good. That should be good. So we, we actually have a great card on our hands. It's not great. It's only great at the top. Uh, uh, I guess, yeah, at fine. At the top, fine. and then it's solid from, uh, from underneath. I guess well, tapon is what I was trying to say. Mm, I wouldn't say so just yet. Braun Strowman versus Goldust, you were not going to say no, well, tapon yun. Ah. Uh. Uh, fine. Wait, so the golden truth or not? No, our in, truth is not coming. Ah, yeah, because of the yeah. visa issues and what yes, whatnot. His prior convictions and shit. Yeah, uh, same reason I think why MVP couldn't make it as part of WWE. But surprisingly, he made oh, yeah, it he here was, he was, with oh, WWE yeah, FX. He, he worked WWE FX. No, it was weird because he was pulled from WWE if I remember correctly but because of those. Uh, probably So um, we're recording this On a Thursday night September 1 So if you For, for some For some godforsaken reason Wala pa tickets mm. Do get those tickets now Because um, it, It's gonna be something You don't wanna miss out on For sure um, Right I, I believe they're leaving Manila Right after the show Or the morning after Kasi Bottom the very next day, after Come on the, the very next day They're gonna be in China Oh shit legit For the Bin Wang debut Damn Yeah So Tuhog yun di ba? I, I actually feel sorry for them uh, yeah. that, is, that is the only thing I don't envy about the, about the WWE schedule Yeah, um, they're probably just going to get, what, uh, three, four hours of sleep Yep. And, and uh, the very next day they're going to have to fly to, to Shanghai, yeah, I Shanghai, believe yeah. So that's when the Bin Wang debut is going to take place um, Triple H is not going to be here He's oh. going to be in Shanghai in advance uh, There are people who are tweeting me And who are messaging me on Facebook Asking if the Foley family will be part of the tour what do you mean the Foley family? Do you guys want to see Noel? What? I think they want to see Noel. Why would Noel come here for I, you? I have no idea. I mean, I want to see her, but I, I know she's not coming. There are people asking for the for the Foley family. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Mick is Stephanie coming McMahon. either. It, yeah, yeah, why would they come? The GMs never come. Yeah, exactly. There, there are no commentators. Corey Graves is not going to be here. Uh-huh. It's just a straight-up show where they come out... Um, if you've been to a PWR live show, that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. There is no commentary. PWR house show, brother. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it, it, it's something we might want to touch on, I guess, for the next couple of minutes. Mm. Now, it is jarring if you've been a lifelong WWE oh, okay. fan. Let's, let's do this now. Oh, and sure. you go to a live event for the first time. It's jarring. In your head, there's an expectation. I'll probably hear Michael Cole's voice on the sound system. Newsflash. There are no commentators there. Uh, the closest thing you'll get is the ring announcer. So um, I think we got, I think we got Justin Roberts in oh, 2006. Right. 2006, no. yeah. Justin Roberts now, really? Um, in 2015, when I went to Singapore, I think we had JoJo. Mm. I, I don't remember. It, it, uh, either oh, okay. it was JoJo or Greg Hamilton. One of those. Two. No, it was not Lillian. So, um, so, so gets, uh, you, you won't really have a commentator. Sila na yung pinaka-MC nyo. Sila na yung pinaka-host nyo. Um, in recent years, they've been doing these promos where there will be one lucky fan who gets to enter with a WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last year, the superstar was Dolph Ziggler. And then he came out with this one dude who was like the GM for the night for that match between Ziggler and Kane. And then they just give you some hokey... Uh, Hokey stipulations where napaka obvious someone ko ni PPD ng audience. And that's also gonna happen because Inquirer is running this promo. Mm-hmm. So there will be another jabroni who will be coming out with a WWE superstar. No, that will not be me. Mm-hmm. You don't have to anymore. Yeah, I don't have to anymore. 
what else what else should you expect oh merch people have been asking uh, yeah, about merch been, uh, we've tried to put it together but we're also still encountering problems with WWE shop so fuck WWE shop at the moment yeah um, but they will be bringing merch uh-huh. and if uh, history repeats itself it's not the hot merch yet. no it's not it's, for sure it's not um, I remember going last year it was July mm. so I wanted to buy the Fight Owens Fight t-shirt mm-hmm. the John Cena colors mm-hmm. they didn't have it the only Owens shirt they had was the one I'm wearing now which is the, the very first the Kevin Owens shirt shirt yes yeah so I settled for that and even then mahal siya compared to when you buy it on WWE shop so mm-hmm. just to set expectations mm-hmm. with you, right? Malaki yung patong niya. And the merch stores will be open as early as 4. As early as 4 p.m., even though uh, doors open at 6. Mm-hmm. So it helps to be early, beat the lines. Because if you wait until after the show, puta na oh, yeah. sa'yo. You're not going to get what you want. No, you're not. But at this point, you should only be buying the shirts from the merch stands if you're really desperate. Yeah. Because if you really want to have a good deal, you might as well just buy off the website. Through us, when we figure it out. Or through us, yeah. Um, there's also the matter of people stalking the bus area. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the side of Moa Arena, right? Where the talents enter. They stay at Conrad now. Uh, yeah, but they will still be boarding the buses. You wouldn't want Braun Strowman walking in like broad daylight. Na halata na, oh, that's fucking Braun Strowman. Let's throw shit at him. <laughs> they're still going to be riding a bus. Wait, they're going to be riding a bus... From Conrad to the arena. Two blocks? Yeah. Why wouldn't they? They, oh, they, they, they are walk, superstars. They walk away, didn't they? <laughs> no, man. They're superstars. He drive them. Big there. Show fucking walked to, from the hotel. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. Ah. Eh, mas malapit naman kasi music hall compared to the arena. Eh, fine. You don't want to gas him that early. Uh, <laughs> I like to say, I like to dare you to say that to his face. No, um, but so yeah, um, there will be some of you. I know this already. Who will be stalking? And we know at, you personally. Yes, uh, you'll you'll we, probably we either warned stalk them you in person not during to the do wrestling this. gods to not do this. And if you still are thinking about it, we're gonna warn you one last time: do not do it, please, for the love of everything that is good. Don't go to the airport to yeah. stalk them. Don't go to Conrad to stalk them. Don't even wait for the bus because I'm guilty of this in Singapore. Kami ni na Hub and Redrick Mahaba. We actually waited and we saw Nikki Bella. She waved at us and Neville. So those are the only two people we, we saw exiting the arena into the bus. Really, there's really not much you can get out of that experience. Mm. Oh, well then. You could just go home and grab a meal and you oh, know. No, beat the traffic for God's sake. Yeah. Right? Uh and and, and have fun. Mm. Yes, have fun, have is, fun. is the most important thing. Also please, most important thing, do not be pahul. Please just don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't see the rest in Gaza and where we warned you about all these do not be pahul, don't start your pahul chance. Don't fucking call them by the real names. I don't wanna hear anyone call them Mr. Saskowski. <laughs> Well, well Rob Van Dam's not there, but don't call her Mercedes Castor Varnado. Oh, yeah, MKV. Yeah, why not MKV? I, I guess because that was her name. Just call her Sasha. MKV. Yeah, just call her Sasha. Don't don't call her Ashley. Call her Charlotte. <laughs> you can't call her Miss Flair. Yes, you can call her that. So so there. Um, I, I guess those are the, the ground rules or the house rules that we all have to set, set among uh, amongst ourselves. Just for your own good, because I mean, you just want to look good as fans. Yeah, you do not want to be re- recounted as some weird fan in a future story in a podcast uh, or on on uh, on a website. It's not worth it, guys. Yeah. 
And, you know, it's been seven years since they were last here. You don't want to wait another seven years. <laughs> you want us to be proven as a cool market. And oh. WWE will think, now, oh, hey, you know, we got to go back to Manila because they were a great crowd. So act like it. Yeah. This is a blessing from the wrestling gods. Um, I, I guess one last thing is... You know what? I'm forgetting what, what, what that one last thing now is. But um, we, we, we've got a full show that we have to get to. Uh, but before we get to that interview... Uh, we got to address uh, the death of Mr. Fuji. Oh, yes, yes. Another thing that happened, I think, uh, was over the weekend or just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mr. Fuji passed away at the age of 82. And I will admit that I'm not old enough to have seen uh, his work. It, it, during his heyday, yes. Yeah, during his heyday. Uh, but of course, we know him as the manager of Yokozuna. <laughs> uh, he was also a tag team wrestler in his day, five-time tag team champion. Um, it, it, this is a legit question I'm throwing out there. Is the Fujiwara armbar named after him? No. Okay, I didn't know. I, did, I didn't know this Because his real name is Fujiwara right? So uh, I, I um, But he was a wrestler in his, in, in his heyday In his youth And he was pretty big Because like if, if you see him uh, Or if you remember him From the late 80s And the early 90s He doesn't seem like Such an imposing figure Especially when he stood next to uh, Whoever he was managing Whether it was um, The Powers of Pain right? and, and Demolition Who he managed And, and that double mm-hmm. turn took place Um he, he doesn't look like a huge guy uh, but No, he does look like a huge guy I mean, you know, when you see the, the old photos Yeah, you know, you know what I'm Because the old, old photos uh, would, would actually show you Now, he was a huge guy when he was younger um, I, I guess one of the lasting legacies of somebody like Mr. Fuji Is the role of the ringside manager Like, how important is it to have a ringside manager With, with the ring awareness and with the presence of mind To, to interact with anything and everything that, that is within their environment Mm-hmm. Um, there are very few managers out there Who actually still get this And you'd, uh, you'd be surprised As someone like, say, Bret Hart Who had um, a, a great career As an in-ring personality oh. Didn't know shit about being a ringside manager yeah, Let's be fair to Bret He was a stroke victim <laughs> <laughs> But I, 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 uh, the point I'm trying to make is now it's, it's very underrated Being a ringside aye, aye. manager mm. Is an underrated role mm. um, I, I've done it once And um, even then, I was shocked upon, wow, I didn't know I had to expend this much energy. Oh, yes. I had to expend that much energy even just being a manager. So it says a lot about uh, the lasting legacy of uh, Mr. Fuji. So rest in peace, Fuji. All right, uh, now we got to get to our interview. I, I think at this point we can't squeeze in. The Yolo twins, we're so sorry. But actually, we're not sorry because we had one oh, hell of, a, maybe next of an interview week, yes. with Martivo. Mm. It, it's, it's a fun interview. We tackle a lot. As in we get into Martivo The person, the character We even get into the politics And the sociology about uh, LGBTQ Oh yes, a very satisfying interview uh, I've not done an interview like this on the podcast For quite a while now So I'm so glad that he came in And did his thing Without us even telling us him to Yeah, so um, without further ado Martivo on oh, the SGP first, podcast But first, a word from our sponsors <laughs> Wallet, 
ang wallet na maswerte. Sitting here in the Melon 47 production booth for this week's episode with our special guest. He's been making waves as one of the most popular members of the new breed of PWR stars. Please welcome the Mandal Martivo. Hey, what's up? How are you doing, guys? Yeah, I know, Pat and I should start yeah, off yeah. with that, right? Yeah, no, we're good. How are you? How are I'm, you, Martivo? I'm doing awesome, and thank you for having me here. I hope this is just the first of so many. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we we have had uh, stars come back. You know, uh, they enjoy being here. They enjoy talking to the to the audience. So uh, I do hope it's not the last time we have you on here. Oh, I sure hope so too. Yeah, you know, um, matagal na namin actually na you know matagal na namin pinagpaplanuhan yeah. that we can have Martivo on the podcast. So for for <laughs> those uh, listeners of the podcast who are unfamiliar with you, mm-hmm. how would you describe yourself? Okay, so uh, Martivo is just a simple um, gay guy who actually wants to step up to the plate. I feel like it's high time that somebody steps up to the plate and start representing, um, you know, LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Um, because as you guys know, I know that we've had gay wrestlers in the past, mm-hmm. but I think this time it should be different. Um, we've had... Rico from WWE, mm-hmm. sure, sure. Goldust, and all that. But I think um, we've never had any gay Filipino gay wrestler yet. Well, we have had a uh, see Pacifica Falefai. Wow. Oh, yes, well, yeah. but uh, he he was you know he was presented as a typical you know. Uh, how, how do you how do you? I, I'm sorry, I, I'm trying not to tread in like any the parlor toes. gay. Yeah, uh, okay. sure, fine. The parlor right, gay, right. <laughs> fine. I guess like that's the nicest way we can put it. So mm-hmm. there has been precedent, pero. Uh, well, do what? Do we get into this now? Or yeah, sure. Why not? Let's get into this now. Are we getting into the sure. politics of everything now? Uh, we're not even two minutes into the into <laughs> the interview, and we're gonna start talking sociology and shit. Uh, okay. Um, you mentioned since we're gonna go there anyway. You brought it up. Uh, you mentioned that you wanted to be uh, representing a different kind of gay character right. in pro wrestling. Uh, first of all, what? Um, drove you to become a wrestler in the first place. Okay, so that will take me back uh, more than two decades ago. Um, I can't more even remember. Two, okay. Yeah, because I've always been a wrestling fan ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember when I started to become a wrestling fan. Um, all I could remember was um, I was already imagining walking out to my own music with full gear and seeing a lot of people cheer me on and, you know, the usual wrestling fan. Um, but during that time growing up, because I know that we had Pinoy wrestling back 1989 to 1990, right? Um, but it didn't last. And I was pretty young back then. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was impossible for me to, um, you know, go through boot camp training and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, yeah. So I had to set aside my dream because I, I know during that time that we didn't have any wrestling school mm-hmm. or any wrestling promotion growing up. So... I had to focus on, you know, the usual stuff like studies growing up sure. um, and then wanting to become somebody. Um, I took up AB Mass Communications and I wanted to be a DJ. No, I'm kidding. I wanted <laughs> to be um, a reporter. Okay. Um, and then, um, oh, there was a time that I was, you know, trying to come up with a plan because, you know, like I said, we don't have, we didn't have any wrestling promotion here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So I thought of going to the States just for me to be a wrestler. Okay, that and then, is a plan most of us have had, yes. Right, right. And then 
several years ago, my sister went to the States. Mm-hmm. She stayed there for about four or five years. Okay. But um, during that time, I was having second thoughts. Because I, I really never wanted to go like outside the country and work. I've always thought that Philippines is enough for me to, you know, to earn money and all. And then maybe start or help start right, your right. own. And, uh, there, there, exactly. Right. Um, so, I was having second thoughts. But I told my sister, na, okay, just stay there. <laughs> I'll probably be there. Just give me one or two years to think about it first. And then she had to go back here after four or five years. So, parang wala nangyari dun sa plan ko. But, you know, it was alright because I was happy with where I was during that time. And then, um, I was at home watching Jessica Soho report. Yes. And then I heard that she said, Pinoy Wrestling, balik na sa Pilipinas. And I was like, what? Seriously? That was last year, 2015. I was yes. like, Son, what have I been doing? Yes. You know, I, I was going to ask you that. What have you been doing? But before that, actually, if we just you know um, rewind a bit, 2012, because I've had I've uploaded several videos on YouTube of oh. wrestling with my cousins. Okay, but okay. you know the usual uh, wrestling horse play, wrestling, uh, yeah, horse play, and all that. So it's backyard wrestling, basically. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. wrestling. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> actually, tapos somebody commented. Dun sa videos ko, and he said, "Now, hey, we're planning to um, like put up or reintroduce wrestling or pro wrestling here in the Philippines." And I was like, "Okay, that's good." And then we had email exchange for a good six months, probably. Uh, can we know who this was? Or? I can't remember. Oh, you can't that's remember. Okay. I can't remember. And then after six months, he just stopped responding to my emails. Uh-huh. Tapos like deleted lahat ng comments. And I was like, "Oh, okay, I, I have, knew I have, it." I have a feeling I know who this is. But uh, we'll, do, we'll, just, we'll do this off air. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Okay, all right. Pwede na natin pangalan. No, but uh, let me let me cut you off really sure, quickly because sure. um, you and I have a common trainer in Chloe, um, right. who, who used to be a jock here at Mellow. She was my trainer in radio. She she was your trainer in BPO. Right. And when we saw her last weekend, she actually shared a story about how when you were together in BPO, you would uh, tell her about all of these wrestling right. exploits yes. with your cousins. Yes. And this was about a decade ago. If if we go if we go way back. Yes, because yes, she's been right. uh, in radio for about a decade and in BPO even longer than that. So, ganyan katagal ka nang nagpupursige to try to somehow get here. Sobra, as in sobra. You know, um, like whenever I go home, because I'm actually from Angeles City, so whenever I go home, I go back right, home. Yeah. I will contact or call my cousins just for, you know for us to horseplay or you okay. know mat wrestle right, 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 right. and all. Ganon ako talaga sa wrestling. It's I've always wanted to be a wrestler, but I had to set it aside because it felt like impossible. You know, I mean, parang feeling ko impossible magkaroon ng ng you know. Philippine wrestling promotion right. dito. So parang sabi ko, it's not gonna happen. And then, so after six months nung sa email, if I may go back, yeah, sure, yeah, um, sure. he just stopped responding to my emails. Hmm. Tapos sabi ko, oh my, I knew it, it's bogus. So parang, okay. I didn't hope na, parang, okay, alright, that's it, parang wake up call, it's not gonna happen. And then fast forward to 2015, 15, yeah. yun nga yung, yung kay Jessica Soho report, I think it was State of the Nation with Jessica Soho. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, "Oh my God!" You know, where have know, you been? I know exactly. <laughs> so you haven't seen PWR until no, that point. No, I haven't seen PWR. Because by that time, 2015, it had been going on for at least a year. So mm-hmm. I, w- I will have the right to ask you, "Where have you been?" <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And then, um, 
And then she mentioned Philippine Wrestling Revolution. So what I did right away, I searched it up. I looked it up on Facebook, and then I sent a message because I told you know I told PWR that you know I wanted to be a part of the company. I wanted to be a wrestler. Sakto sakto. That was a Wednesday. Sakto sakto. Pagka Sunday no, that Sunday of the same week or following week, mago open sila ng like tryout. Yes, yes. For right. another batch. Yes. Yeah, right. I didn't have enough time to prepare. I was like, okay, count me in. <laughs> right there and then. I got super excited. It's like binalik ko yung dream ko to be a wrestler. I'm not sure if you guys know that feeling. Na oh yeah, yeah okay, it's not gonna happen, and then it's gonna absolutely. happen, and then it's not gonna happen again. This time, like I, I said, will be uh, part of the boot camp. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Parang no, no. I I totally feel you because um, I've uh, I've had those dreams since high school, and mm-hmm. uh, I've always figured that the way to to achieve them was to go to the states and right. get some training there, and then maybe come back here and then see mm-hmm. what we can do, or maybe ask someone from the states to come here. Whatever, whatever it was, it was gonna right. take more time. So you know, I know how it feels. There, um, exactly. So after, um, like, as soon as I joined PWR Bootcamp, naging malino lahat. Like you know, it became my number one passion again. Parang feeling ko, okay, I really am going to do this. And then I was, you know, lucky enough. I had the opportunity to debut last uh, the showdown. showdown. Yes. Yeah, right. So. And if you're, if you guys are gonna ask how it felt, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Omg, I can't even describe. Sobrang surreal talaga. It's like um, I won't trade it for anything. Like seriously, I'm not sure if you guys have an idea, but oh I'm yeah, so, absolutely. I'm so thankful. I'm I'm just so grateful for the opportunity. No, let me tell you this. Just sitting in the audience, um, I. I, I could tell just how ready people were for you. Like nobody had heard of you up until that point, and right. when you well, made your entrance, they were ready of, for for him. More like uh, they didn't know what was coming. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, when he stepped out, people it was, just it ready. Was, I know. From from that moment on, it was all all you. Yeah, yeah, and you know, um, it was it was just such a warm ovation, and um, <laughs> yes, I can only imagine how it must have felt to just have it come over you. Right. Um. And. I've been preparing. It felt like I've been preparing my whole life uh, for the character Martivo. Mm-hmm. I've thought about that character for the longest time. Okay. But I'm feeling ko, you know, um, matagal ko na talaga siyang internalize. Okay. And in terms of the character itself, I didn't want to be stereotyped as you know, just like what you guys okay. mentioned earlier, like yes, the parlor yes. gay character. Okay. Now we can talk about this because mm-hmm. uh, one right. of. Um, I will. Uh, he will have to be honest with you because mm-hmm. his critic, his critique of you, was that you were not fabulous enough, if you will. When I, I guess, what he means when he says you're not fabulous enough is that you don't match the stereotypical gay character that is right. prevalent mm-hmm. in in Philippine pop culture. So how do you feel? Uh, in my, uh, in my opinion, I disagree with him because I felt that you should just be whatever you want, and you should, if you're not. Like, if you're not that gay, then you don't have to be that gay, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, if, why can't you just be a wrestler who happens to be gay? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not ultra-feminine or you're not ultra, I don't know, drag queen, whatever, right. I'm sorry if I'm being politically incorrect at the moment to say right. I'm trying to figure out what the right verse mm-hmm. for it is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I believe that if you just want to be a wrestler and then you also just happen to be gay... Mm-hmm. Why, why why should you do that? Why shouldn't you do that? Why should you have to be in a, why should you have to stereotypically and I mean why do you have to follow the stereotype? Okay. Um 
Good one. Good point. Um, actually, it has always been black and white. I mean, in terms of somebody being gay. It's either you are, like, you know, super gay, like the flamboyant gay. Yes. Or a straight guy. It has always been like that, black and white. Mm. Um, but in the shadows, we have so many description or how do I say it? So many shades. So many shades. shades. We have, you know, what we call... Um, Paminta or Pamitan Durog, <laughs> okay, you know, Pamitan okay. Buo. We have a lot of... <laughs> can, can, can we go um, into those? Because sure. I, yeah, yeah, really quickly, yeah, just really so really our really listeners yeah. who are not yeah. so familiar with the terms can <laughs> sure. understand. Okay, no worries. Because so, it's a spectrum, right? Uh, right, yes. Uh, sexuality has always been a spectrum. And even in homosexuality or heterosexuality, my spectrum didn't. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Thanks, so, Kinsey. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so let's go right into it. Okay, so, but from what I know, when you say Pamintang Durog, you're like... Uh, um, Man looking or guy looking or straight looking guy, rather straight looking guy, na medyo effeminate yung galaw mo. Ah, but <laughs> you don't really like cross dress. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're a uh, pamintang buo, you're like a, you know, like literally straight acting guy. You're, who you're, happens to like dudes? Yes, okay. there you go. So yun yung hindi talaga obvious or discreet. Okay. You know, for from what I know, for. Women or for lesbians, meron silang lipstick. They have soft butch. Mm. They have like butch. So it's pretty much the same thing. So I just wanted to be, like, I just wanted to represent the ones in the in shadows, the middle, like yes, in okay. the middle. Um, this time, it's not just going to be the flamboyant gay character. I wanted it to be a combination of you know athleticism with mm-hmm. very gay mannerisms, mm-hmm. and but still being comfortable with it. And I guess that's basically one of the reasons or the primary reasons. People love the character. Mm-hmm. It's because it's not cartoonishly it's not gay. Yes, there you go. It's not forced. Um, it's it's very natural, and it's it's really me. It's not even. I don't even act anymore. But I'll be honest with you. I feel like it's a little too much when people kind of point out that my character is like literally gay, gay character. I guess it's just a personal feeling that. You know, growing up. I'm sorry, what does that, say? What, what does that mean? Uh, um, okay, because some some gay guys just don't like it when they be they, when they are called bakla or okay. you know they they would prefer being called bading okay. instead of bakla. Wow, I didn't know yeah, that. My difference. Yes. Um, I guess it's. I'm not sure if it's because of the letter K, because there's just too much stress. Yeah, yeah. Stress when you say <laughs> bakla, bakla versus I know versus bading, and when you're going up. Um, you, people don't celebrate being bakla anymore. Yeah. They they say bakla to tease you. It's like it, it's like a disease. It's like mm-hmm. it, why is it being taken against somebody who happens to be gay? Mm-hmm. You know. And, so and don't you call each other you know, oh, bakla or bucks? No, I, I hear that. Oh, good question. Well, I guess if it's from somebody of the same. Gen- uh, yeah, gender, yeah, you yeah. know, um, or yes. or you know that you guys are really close. Okay, or it's, just so it's like the N word. Yeah, like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, the N word. Or... So, but at times, parang medyo off lang when somebody says that. Okay, who Martivo is an openly gay character, which Martivo is. Don't get me wrong. It's just that parang meron lang irk feeling ng konte. But then again, um, it, it's not enough for me to. To, to hide anything You know It's not enough for me to Just not be me Or just not be Martivo Is it because uh, That that annoyed feeling Is it because It comes from a place Now They don't understand you fully Right on the nose That's exactly it Right Okay So 
I guess that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> but don't don't get me wrong. It's totally fine. I mean, like I said, it's not enough for me to not be a wrestler anymore. I'm not gonna trade it for anything. I'm not. I'm not letting go. Really. On that note, then, how do you want to be? Uh, I mean, how do you want your character to be described? Um, gay character, but like I said, probably it's more on parang fifty fifty, like very athletic, yeah. and you know, with just gay mannerisms, like my favorite pack gunner and you know I guess I'm alright for that but like I said don't get me wrong I'm okay when somebody describes my character as an openly gay character that's alright um, more on personal lang yung nafe-feel kong yun and oopsies and, yeah alright okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry so yeah but that's it Not- I, I want to ask about um, about Darren Young. So uh, Darren Young coming out in 2013 was one of the biggest uh, turning points in the wrestling industry because now yes. you have an openly gay wrestler right. in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Right? So my question is twofold. First, how did Darren Young's coming out process and the subsequent turn of his character affect you as a wrestling fan? And second, how do you see yourself as opposed to Darren Young and how he portrays himself in WWE today? Um, good question. Actually... When he came out, it felt really, really, really good. Parang feeling ko nakakatulong siya to to elevate the you know having a gay character right. more. Hindi lang yung I know you know we we know other flamboyant gay characters out there, and yung sa kanya it's it's totally different. Mm. And I don't think it has something to do with the acceptance. I, I mean, um, I don't think he was accept accepted just because he does not look. Gay, gay. Mm. You know, I don't think that's the point. I guess the point. Right, right. I guess the main reason he got accepted, or you know, coming out, him coming out was accept, accepted by WWE was because um, it's high time for you know the entire universe to just mm. accept it. Okay. It's no longer 1990 or 1980. Na Major takot pa talaga, right, right. you know, to come out. So I think it's really high time for us to be accepted out, you know, in whatever industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, um, going back to the second part of the question, um, how, how does it relate to you? Like the way that Darren Young presents himself, like he's not overly gay, and mm-hmm. the, the way he presents himself is very ang daming subtext. Because when right. he comes out, he has the equality symbol in his gear, right? And then right. his hand gesture is the equality symbol as well. Right. So if you don't know that he came out in real life as Fred Roser, and you don't know that Darren Young is an LGBT advocate because he is also gay, these symbols may just fly over your head, right? right. So what does that mean to you as a as a gay wrestler and as a gay man I think what Stan is trying to ask is he's been pushing for Darren Young to be more gay if that makes sense on WWE programming no not necessarily no, I, no, think, no. I, mean, I, I just I mean, wanted to relate it to him mm-hmm. as, as, as a character oh, and as a person mm-hmm. oh sure sure we'll move into that later well feeling cool um It's it's really good that we have Darren Young mm-hmm. as an active WWE roster right now especially um, for me because mm-hmm. like I said earlier parang 50-50 like 50% I want to be Um, you know, athletic, mm-hmm. the athleticism, and f- the other half more on the gay mannerism. So, parang feeling ko doon ako hugot ng pagiging athletic. Like, he looks straight. Um, just like what you said, if somebody didn't know that he came out, you wouldn't really notice at all. And I think, you know, yun yung part na gusto ko, yung other half, like athleticism. You don't have to be flamboyant. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do, you don't even have to do gay mannerisms just for you to be accepted or just for, you know, the crowd to love you. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I think it's just more like an added spark. Like, right, right. Parang ganon. Like if, and right now, um, 
ito talaga yung best time for any gay characters or any oh, yeah, gay absolutely. guys here in the Philippines to come out there and do something significant and to be loved by a lot of people and to elevate more. Kasi, you know, it has it has always been a fight against or, you know, a fight towards equality and for, for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I want to bring up that point because uh, I'm sure, are you familiar with the concept of the exotico in Lucha Libre? Yes. Okay. Um, and they're still presented in a sort of archaic manner, if you will. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess if you want a, a good example, Lucha exactly, Underground has yeah, exactly. been in right, 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 right. Who, who still, you know, who still chases dudes around the ring mm-hmm. and uh, who just, you know, keeps on who keeps on kissing yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ref or the wrestlers. Are you afraid? Now, obviously, I don't have any doubts that the PWR booking team is progressive enough to not fall into those traps. But mm-hmm. are you afraid that um, you? might get pigeonholed in such stories or uh, people might expect you to do such things? Good question. Like, um, for example, your your interaction with Chino Ginto in last weekend's Asia Pop Comic Con, there was a hint of that. But mm-hmm. I, I guess you were okay with it, I suppose, or I assume. or For the love of wrestling, the answer to that is yes. Okay. But, um, but I will be concerned, of course, because mm-hmm. like I said, I didn't... I don't want to be stereotyped. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't want people to think that that's just what we do or oh, I no. got into wrestling just because I want to, yeah, yeah. you know, exactly. I just want to... Canoodle with the guys. Exactly. Or just kiss guys around and nothing like that. But like I said, for the love of wrestling, I'm going to do it, especially if it's going to um, help my characters so much mm. and if it's going to give me really good storylines, why not? But yeah. Uh, on, on that note then, um, since... Uh, Talking about the crowd reaction because uh, you and I are both in boot camp, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever someone faces you in boot camp as a practice match, mm-hmm. especially if the other person is a heel, they're gonna fall. They're gonna fall back on the trope now: gays don't belong in wrestling. Right now, obviously, this is just uh, a put on. This is just a storyline that they mm-hmm. use to uh, to get heel heat, if you will. But are you concerned that this? If it happens on a bigger stage, like PWR, if someone starts doing this, like you face off against Mike Madrigal mm-hmm. and then he starts going off with gay slurs, off, yeah, mm-hmm. mouthing off like that, which you, which did actually happen in a practice match. Right? Uh, are you concerned that since we still live in a pretty backward society, that people in the audience will agree with him and I don't know turn I get or I don't know bring heat on you? Um, okay, I think that's... I'm going to take it as a challenge. I really get where mm. you guys are coming from. Mm. And uh, I will take that as an opportunity for me to prove to everyone that, you know, we don't we don't take shits like that anymore. Mm. Um, and I don't think that's going to affect me in any way. In fact, like I said, I'll take it as an opportunity to let everyone know that we're not really affected. And it's not gonna, it does not make me... Mm. It's not going to make me less of a person or less of a man. I may be more of a man than mm-hmm. Mike Madrigal will ever be. No, I'm kidding, but... Oh, yeah. staring shit up now, yes. I love but, it. But uh, I guess... Um, no, I don't think... it's. I don't think I'll take it as a concern or I won't be concerned about it in any way. But I'll take it as a mm-hmm. challenge. Because, you know, we, we still have guys, you know, uh, saying... Calling Brian Leo ISIS and shit like that. All right. So what's the, what's the reaction been from your friends? I mean, oh, yes, you know, because you have a lot of a lot of friends. They've been to the shows. They've uh, right. also been uh, carrying your banner around. <laughs> so especially your LGBTQ friends, how's the reaction been? Um, the reason I've been having a lot of friends 
you know, attend the shows or watch the shows is because they they can't believe that I'm into wrestling. Mm. Like, Kaito's office, you know, they've been seeing a lot of or several posts mm. about Martivo yes. and all, and they just can't believe. Some of them even told me now at first we thought it's just like photoshop or <laughs> or something like that i'm like photoshop i, I know <laughs> and i'm like it's it's really possible for gay guys to be in such an industry you mm. know to be part yes, of that absolutely. industry and instead of them questioning that it turned out to be like okay i'm interested i just want to mm, watch you good. when's that's gonna good. be your next match um when are you guys gonna have your next show so so WWE Renaissance I'm sorry um, PWR What the hell am I talking about <laughs> PWR That's a new p- Pay-per-view <laughs> For PWR Renaissance um, I believe that I'm gonna have More people Right behind me Or more um, People to join Rainbow Squad I've, That's what you're calling The fan base Yes, yes. Rainbow Squad um, So yeah. yeah Cause they've been asking me So We just Need an exact date and yeah, yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I want to go back to the core of uh, not not just Martivo but you as an individual because hey, uh, seeing a gay man who likes wrestling is not very common because right. um, not uh, not a lot of gay people would own up to it. Number one mm-hmm. and number two, it 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 just is not common. Wait, sorry, sorry. Yes. Did you hide this before you start before you debut? Oh, good question. Um, actually, I didn't. It's just that nobody asked me. Uh, and like, when we talked about, when we started to pitch for, like, your character yes. or your gimmicks, I came up with three. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you know, I pitched Martivo first. Uh. And then somebody, you know, one of the seniors asked me, wait, um, you want to play a gay character? Why? Are you are you gay? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and it was like... Oh no! Really? I was like, uh huh. I guess it's just that nobody, because I'm not gonna enter a room and just tell everyone that hey, you know what? I'm gay. No, to be honest with you, know? you I didn't. I wasn't sure then myself. Neither was I. Uh, I mean, I so, saw you at shows. I I just right, didn't know. Right. Yeah. So I guess that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I guess I'm okay with not being too obvious. You know, I'm. It has always been like that. Um, I'm comfortable with it, and whenever. I'm outside. I don't really like nothing against those who actually wiggle their hips, but nothing like that. Um, and I'm okay with it. I'm mm. comfortable. Yun kasi yung isang misconception ng They feel like closet ka, like nagtatago ka. It's not. It's just that nobody dared to ask, and I, I won't enter a room and just announce to everyone that hey, you know what? My name is Martivo, and I and I'm gay. But if we ask, it's totally fine. Yes. Definitely. So, because this is who you are, and this yes. is where you are in the spectrum. Right. Okay. Okay. That's interesting and very enlightening, actually. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> actually true because, um, well, gay friends I have are proud of being gay. I mean, not that you're not proud, but mm-hmm. they, I guess, they have they a different way of expressing it right, right. openly. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but but growing up, uh, since you know, you say you've loved wrestling since you were a child. Right. Who were the wrestlers that you took to? <sighs> okay. Um, Number one, Shawn Michaels. Uh-huh. Like growing up, because you know, I what didn't was know. it about Shawn? Um, his looks. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's athlete. Um, you know, I think it's more of the athleticism and the way he plays his character. He's so natural and the cardio, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. But because okay. you know, he would always be in a match, long matches. You know, so I guess that's it. And I really liked him. And then I also growing up I also liked I still like him John Morrison mm-hmm. and 
Ricochet because mm-hmm. of the unique yes and the unique moves. But I'm not sure if you guys already know this, mm-hmm. b- but it's not more of the m- men's wrestling. Growing up, I know this. Yes. I actually mm-hmm. started to love women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. I probably got hooked with men's wrestling for a short period of time, and then next thing you know, I was into women's wrestling. The reason behind that is because, well, well was because I feel like it's during that time, huh? It's not part of the norm. But I'm feeling more when you see ladies mm-hmm. like throwing each other around. But I'm feeling more. Oh my God, this is something I didn't know that women can mm-hmm. do such. But don't get me wrong. I don't question like the equality. Um, it's more. Parang mas na entice, mas mas inviting sa akin. Parang feeling ko. I didn't know that women can do you know like yeah. wrestling yeah. stuff. So must. Full, uh, you know, I fell in love with res- with women's wrestling more. Like with with which women's wrestlers? Uh, okay, um, Jazz, Molly Holly, um, Jacqueline, Victoria. So the legit women's workers. Yes, right, right. Mm. But I won't forget that the very first woman or woman wrestler that I liked was Nidia. I'm not sure. Okay, if she oh is, yeah, Nidia. Yeah, Nidia is good. Yes. Yeah, she and she's pretty. She is mm. like exotic looking, <laughs> yeah. exotic beauty. She's she is pretty. Latina, yes. <laughs> Yes, and then after Nidia, that's when I saw Melina. Mm-hmm. And Melina became like <laughs> my all-time favorite. Okay. Yeah, I remember I remember when I first when I met her when she was here oh, at yeah, WWFX. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's true. autograph signing. Uh-huh. I didn't know that, you know, being starstruck is actually possible. Uh-huh. And I was. Like it felt like Tumigil hat and my knees were shaking. And I just kept on staring at her. I couldn't even talk. But I just told her, you know what, Melina, I've been following your career ever, ever since OVW days mm. up until now. And she's like, oh, aren't you sweet? I won't forget what she said. So, yeah, it has always been Melina. And then, so, um, it's more on women, women wrestling and lucha, a bit of lucha. Yeah, too. So. I, I wonder- this guy, he announced that match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did get to introduce Melina oh. at, at WWFX. Oh, you were that guy. You were that, that guy. guy yes. <laughs> that guy, you all booed. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. right of passage, natin, he was that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ang ko lucky bastard. Because, you know, <laughs> up close and personal. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was really. me. That was me. Okay. Um, I, I want to ask, uh, just going back to Shawn Michaels, because mm-hmm. uh, he went through D-Generation X, and right. the, their career has always uh, been about Sophomore humor yeah, And a yeah. lot of their jokes mm-hmm. Were anti-gay Like mm-hmm. when they were Making mm-hmm. fun of Vince McMahon With the Vince Loves Cox t-shirt mm-hmm. How did that feel for you Now this is Your favorite wrestler But he was making These anti-gay jokes Um Okay during, It didn't affect me During that time Because I feeling ko Nung panahon na yon, I was into Women's wrestling na Okay so, but growing up I feeling ko Si Shawn Michaels Talaga yung Like I, I wanna be like Shawn Michaels but you know, only for a short period of time. Then you know, I, I kept on watching uh, his matches. But after noon, you know, I got hooked now with women's wrestling. So it didn't really affect me at all. Because I remember, I would only watch women's wrestling. Okay. <laughs> like, that was kapag iba na. I switch switch channels, and then that was kapag replays. Like I'd watch jazz again. Mm-hmm. I hated jazz during that time because you know he's yeah. the you know the the bitches back yeah, yeah. type of wrestler mm. so I hated her but at the same time yun yung parang it keeps on happening I'm so sorry yun yung but that's the last one <laughs> yun, yung, yun yung parang feeling ko na okay I wanna do I wanna do that I wanna make a difference right, parang right. gusto ko na ilaban ng equality cause as you guys know 
they would only have like one women's match per Raw and per SmackDown, mm-hmm. right? During that time, right, so yeah, yeah. yun kaya feeling ko it didn't really affect me the Shawn Michaels um, question. So. Okay, uh, uh, you brought um, you know you wanted to fight for equality now, right? I want to ask now, uh, what do you hope to accomplish uh, first as yourself as for your own career, and then as someone who is now I guess a figurehead for. For equality, for LGBT equality, mm-hmm. we're one of the figureheads of mm-hmm. LGBT equality in the business. Mm-hmm. So, what do you want to accomplish as both in both aspects? Um, I just want to continue um, making everyone realize that being gay does not make that person less of a person, mm-hmm. and I want to enjoy all the firsts. Like mm-hmm. I became the first gay wrestler of PWR. Yes, yes. I want to be the first. Champion, gay champion mm-hmm. of PWR. Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy all the firsts, and don't get me wrong. So, I'm so grateful. Na parang feeling ko, it's I was I only asked for a bread, and I was given a burger. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> That's ako yeah. yeah okay. No, I'm serious. Parang I just want to enjoy every bit of it. Like, parang feeling ko, it's not enough for us to just have like at least one show. In two months, yeah, I'm yeah, feeling sure, it's sure. supposed to be every day or every week. That's how excited <laughs> I am. But going back to your question, you know, that's it. I want to be, um, you know, I want to be the first, the very first gay wrestler in. The, I'm sorry, very first gay champion. And when that happens, I'm sure it will. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm sure it will. So, Confidence. main max. <laughs> I'm gonna ask for my rematch, but I'm sure it's gonna happen. And once that happens, parang feeling ko. Dagdagin sir respect for people like me, so yeah. Um, couple questions before uh, before we let you go. Sure. Um, first, the name Martivo. Where does mm-hmm. it come from? Okay, <laughs> um, honestly, I wanted to use my real name, but I didn't want to be associated to Santino, so I didn't want to use oh, it anymore. Yeah. Right. So, um, and then somebody asked me, "So, what name are you gonna use?" I didn't. I wanted to come up with a name that's not too straight and that's that's not too gay either. Yung parang like you said, it's parang fifty-fifty, always okay. in the middle. Um, not that I'm really uncertain or not that I'm uncertain oh, yeah, or absolutely. unsure. It's absolutely. just that you know, I guess my it's niche. Like being there, right? right, right, exactly. Um, so and then I thought, I even thought of what's it, Trish, Tristan. Tristan. Yeah, like Trish and then like Tristan. <laughs> oh, Tristan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, I thought of my parents' name. Mm-hmm. So it's a combo of my parents' name. Oh, oh okay. wow. I did not know uh, this. It's a portmanteau. Yes. Uh, yes. So, Interesting. Yeah, it's Marian and Primitivo. Uh, you know, how so, do your parents feel about this? Um, do they know? They, they know. Uh-huh. And it, my mom was actually present during when when I had she watched my debut match. Okay, she was yeah, even there. Down, right? Yeah. And I remember when I walked out to my music and I had my entrance, I went up to her, I you know, bless her and then I hugged her mm. and I whispered something. Sabiko, Ma, you're next. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she cried. She cried. Yeah. So you know Ma, No, I'm kidding. But I told her that you know, um, thank you for the support because she has always been she has always been supportive. Of the dream. Um, of the dream. That's so lovely. And 
niloko ko pa nga siya, I talked to her like over the phone before my match. I was like, wag kang umeksena doon na. Wag kang mag-uwala doon. That we is know, very important. Right, right. We know what we're doing. Uh-huh. Okay. So, wag kang umeksena. She was like, okay lang anak, you've been doing that Oh, yeah, 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 since you were a kid. So, I understand. I understand how it works and all. So, I just wanted to sure. But, you know, and then I hugged her and told her that this one is for you and thank you for your support. I'm not... I, she even wore a leopard top. Okay, yeah. You know, just to show her support. So, and, you know, she... From what I know, she kept on... From what I remember, she kept on laughing when I told her na Martivo yung gagamitin ko. She kept on laughing. But it's not like the ridicule laugh. No. It's more on... Ah, talaga. So, you know, pretty interesting. Lab. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, and that should be a guide for pro wrestlers' mothers. Yeah, yeah. You can actually <laughs> right. write the manual on the that. Pro wrestlers' mother's guide to pro wrestling. Right. Yeah. Uh, when we start writing that book, I'll make sure you write the foreword and the, like, the first few chapters. <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about your finisher. Your finisher is the last chancery. Uh, no, no. It's, it, not, it, it's not the anymore. gravité. No, yeah. it was always a gravity. Yeah, it's actually the gravity. Um, it's a sit-out, double underhook, mm. like cradle drop, uh, uh-huh. inverted atomic drop. Mm. Um, and then, but I still, I also use last, mm. oh, one more chancery mm-hmm. um, as a finisher, but it, it, it has always been gravity. Mm-hmm. I came up with that move. It's, okay, I have nothing against wrestlers who actually use, like, the mainstream wrestling moves. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's all right. But, I guess I just wanted to be different again. You know, okay. I just wanted to try the moves that are not mainstream, or at least the moves that are not being used by the famous wrestlers and all. And I always try to innovate. I always try to at least modify. Kahit na parang isang kamay lang na igagalok, tweak it to, or you know, twist it or anything like that. Even the smallest detail. I I just didn't want to copy 100%. So when um, I was going through boot camp. Mm-hmm. I thought of that finishing move because I feeling ko it's impactful mm. and you Nobody don't it. Uh, exactly and you don't have to be super super hunky or super buff mm. for you to be able to pull it off. Yeah, pull it off, right? And you don't you know even if you're skinny for as long as you can carry the guy, then it's okay. And feeling ko the sound and it's visually appealing. That's why I came up with that uh, move. Pero for the name Grabby Day, the f- <laughs> It's a funny story because when I, the first time I did that move during boot camp, mm-hmm. um, our head trainer was there, mm-hmm. and then I yelled "ganite." It's like a gay lingo for "ganito." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. First, ganito, yes. ganite. And the head trainer said, "Oh, gravite. That's a good move. That's a good name, gravite." I was like. I didn't say gravité. <laughs> I said ganité. But that works. So I, you know, I went with the gravité moving forward. Because it's it's like gravité. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So gravité. So yeah. That, I thought no. I works. thought it was a play on gravity. Yeah, I You didn't una Oh yeah, but yeah, gravité of first, right, and then right. it was a play on gravity. Because you know, right, 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 right forward, exactly. Right? So, but you know, I went with gravity anyway because you no, know thanks, it, it actually works. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I guess uh, before we let you go, because you're a very busy dude, um, what is your message to the Rainbow Squad? Because in such a short time since having debuted, mm-hmm. you've amassed a, a pretty decent following. Right. right. So, what do you have to say to, to the Rainbow Squad? Okay, um, I'll try to hold my tears. Um, I'm kidding, but um, thank you guys so much, Rainbow Squad. Thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. Um, thank for the love, support. You guys have always been there. And thank you also for always making me feel like every move is worth it. Every pain or every bruise or every sore is actually worth it. 
Um, thank you for making me feel that. And just, you know, just be as sweet as you guys are. Um, and I hope you guys will be able to actually recruit more. So the network, good luck. Um, um, here comes the Rainbow Squad. But seriously speaking, thank you guys so much. I can't be more grateful. And, you know, just wait. It's just about timing. And I'm pretty sure you guys will have the leader of the Rainbow Squad will eventually become the first ever gay wrestler champion of PWR. Uh, what do you have uh, to say to anyone part of the LGBT community who might be thinking of pursuing a dream like yours? Maybe not necessarily pro wrestling, but maybe also pro wrestling, but also any of their dreams. Um, just be yourself. I know it's cliche. A lot of people would say that. But literally just be yourself because you can't, you can't be somebody else. You can't... Um, you, you don't... You, you should not have any time to pretend to be somebody else because that's just a waste of time. Just be yourself and whatever you want to do, just do it for as long as um, you're not hurting anyone and it's also for the love of God and for the love of whatever you want to do. Go for it. And your message to the PWR roster. Thank you for accepting me. No, seriously, thank you for accepting Martivo. Um, I really never expected... You know, Martivo to be where he is at right now. Um, and thank you for also making Martivo feel that everyone's equal. I can't, Martivo can't be more grateful. And, but watch out. You know, um, being grateful is one thing, but beating you guys up is another. And being a champion is another thing again. So watch out. But thank you. All right, there you go. The Mandal Martivo. What what a, what, a, what an interview. Probably one of the best interviews we've had in a <laughs> wow. long oh, yeah, time. Yeah, I love this interview. <laughs> I don't care it went long. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you on social media? It's actually martivo-pwr At on Facebook. Facebook. Yes. All right, there you go. The Mandal Martivo, maraming salamat Thank and you so much we're for excited us. for whenever this happens again. Right, yeah, me too. And just before I go, I just want to say Rainbow Squad, pak Thank you once again to Martivo, the Mandal, for one hell of an interview. Oh, yeah. That was so great. I'm sorry, YOLO twins, but also not sorry. Yeah, we're going to find time for you guys. Yeah, next week. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, uh, it's time for that part of the show where we give you our picks of the week. And mine will have to be the main event of Raw, the Fatal 4-Way Elimination mm-hmm. uh, Universal easy. title match. It was great. It was, it was just really, really good. I didn't have a lot of expectations, but... Um, that that finish was just amazing. Thank can you, I, Base H. Can I tell record last week? We did it on a Wednesday. Yo, well, okay, that leaves me open for a cruiserweight classic match from last week. Obviously, I'm gonna pick TJP versus you know, Johnny Gargano uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah, pretty obvious reasons. No need to go in there. Uh, just wanted to say that we did not expect TJP winning it at all. Right. Because you know Johnny Gargano is actually signed. He's actually on NXT. And he, there is more incentive for him to win the whole thing, or there is more justification, I guess, for him to win the thing. You know, there are uh, two episodes left in the CWC mm-hmm. after today, so you have the last two quarterfinals matchups happening next week. That's yep. TJP versus Rich Swan and ZSJ versus Noam Dar. Mm-hmm. And then episode ten, which is the finale, is a two-hour live event. Yes. Um, on the WWE Network And that will have the Two semi-final matchups And the finals mm. In a way Medyo kawawa yung winner Nung second fi- uh, semi-finals match Because eh? they're No, no, I don't think so I think what's gonna happen is Okay, two semi-finals matches And then there's gonna be a filler Or maybe one or two filler matches Yes, you're right He's He is disadvantaged Pero uh, I think he's still gonna rest 
Okay. Still gonna be able to rest. God, I hope so. I hope Vignettes, so. Vignettes, interviews. Uh, alam mo parang you know how an American Idol finale is. Yes. And daming ek ek bago mag final announcement and shit. Yeah, that's may fallen comrades pa and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the, all the, oh, yeah, exactly. The, all the other fallen comrades will perform that night. They'll, yeah. they'll be in matches and shit. The Sean Maludas yeah, and yeah, the. Yeah, yeah. One last hurrah. Yeah. Diba? And then the finals. Right, right. Uh, the very last, I guess, uh, half hour of the second hour. Why don't we predict this just for funnies? Um, I mean, no sense predicting uh, the Tazawa Grand Metalik match and uh. Kendrick versus uh, Ibushi. Mm-hmm. That's uh, But we have ZSJ versus Noam Dar. I think ZSJ still wins. Oh, yeah, this. absolutely. And then TJP versus Rich Swan. I would have to put my money on TJP. Oh, I, I, as much as there is also. It's also. No, it's not as obvious this time. Yeah. Um, when. I mean, Gargano versus TJP was supposed to be obvious, but it isn't. But, but then it happened, and yeah. then we got TJP winning. Yeah. So I'm guessing that now that there's a bigger chance na, that Gargano, ah, sorry, sorry that, that Rich Swan could lose, I'm gonna go with TJP winning. Right. So that leaves ZSJ, TJP, Ibushi, and Grand Metalik as your final four. Uh-huh. So it's Grand Metalik versus Zack Saber Jr. on one bracket, and the other bracket is Ibushi versus TJ Perkins. brackets. Yes, those are the brackets. Jesus fucking Christ, man. So it's probably gonna be Lol Ibushi wins. Oh. And then uh, LOL's ESJ wins. I'm not so sure this time about LOL's ESJ wins. Like, it's certainly possible, but I think at this point, Triple H has to call an audible. Nah, yes, it's nice to have a CJ, ZSJ Bushi final, but I think that ZSJ hasn't gotten the crowd reactions that most hardcore fans are willing to give him. Yeah. So, I think. It's just as likely to have uh, a Dark Horse Finals matchup na Ibushi Metalik. Wow. How about TJ just somehow eking out the win against Ibushi? Is that within the realm of possibility? Very, very slim. The odds are so high. As much as I want to pull from my boy, you know. But I, I, but no, I, if you get to the semifinals anyway, then a live special. Oh, yeah, exactly. You're 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 a made man, and he's going on the raw anyway. Yeah, because he was plugged for it. No, mm. so you know, I'm I'm happy for him. Just the same that now he's come this far, and that we're probably going to be seeing him on episode ten. Um, let, let's not forget this because we haven't talked about this show for quite some time. Lucha mm. Underground is coming back next week. Next week, eh? Yes, yeah. September seven nice. in the U.S. That's in season three debuts. Anthony's going to be happy about this. Yeah, he should. Wait, be. is he? Oh, sorry. All right. Yeah, uh, so, so Lucha Underground comes back September 7. So by next week, we'll have three hours of wrestling on a Thursday oh, again. Oh, God. And even worse, September 14, you have the two-hour CWC finale. You have NXT, and then you have Lucha Underground. So, we're going to every Thursday, mga bes. Mm. All right. Well, we're going to CWC, so it's all right. Ah, huh. Okay. Now, uh, we got to get out of here. Big shout-outs once again to our friends from Mellow 94.7 for always having us. And shout-out to you if you were at APCC over the weekend. Oh, yes. If ever you just went one day or went two days or all three days, thank you. And whether you're a new fan or an old fan or someone who just happened to be there and enjoyed what you saw, thank you. But um, it was, you know, I mean, we also have to give props to... Everyone who performed, not just in Asia Pop, you know where else. Uh, it was a really crazy week for uh, for Philippine wrestling as a whole. Now, if everyone could just work together and you know stay cool, yeah, uh, we can go places. Yeah, this yeah. can be a really you know 
legit hotbed for wrestling. I as as much as comp- uh, as much as competition breeds rivalries and all that shit. I don't think we have to like ex- uh, specifically shit on each other. Oh, if if you know what I'm talking about, right? We're all you know in the same business. We're all in the same industry. It's all a brotherhood. There's no point literally in making this a legit competition. Yeah, and it, and if we bury each other before we even get to where we want to get, then uh, what's the point of everything oh, we're doing? Uh, that now? is just childish. It's yeah. plain childish. So, bato bato sa langit ang tamaan wag magalit. Stone stone in the sky. Whoever uh, gets hit, don't get mad. If you if you have a problem, you know where to find us on Twitter. It's at <laughs> underscore Stancy at Rosewar at the, the SGP podcast at Caveman Camus. We'd be happy to go on a debate oh, with yes. you on Twitter. So absolutely, go ahead, make our day. And with that, we are going to be ending episode number one twenty nine of the SGP podcast. Peace out. Peace. Glorious. No, I won't give in, I won't give in till I'm victorious. And I will defend, I will defend. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.